As the COVID-19 pandemic sweeps across the world, we have the unusual situation of some countries coming out of lockdown and others are going into the very same. So whatever stage your country is at, then please be sure to take care of your loved ones, keep positive and remember that social distancing seems to be working, at least in many countries, to reduce the spread. In this episode of the Golfers First Edgar podcast, you can hear four different clips from various podcasts and YouTube shows that Edgar have had an involvement in. Edgar Ambassador Paul Waring and Edgar's Brendan Lawler feature on Down the Line by Alex Evans. You can hear a short clip from Series 2 of the How I Play series. This time it's from Belgium Adam Wabi, who is joined by PJ professional Marcus Bell. For once, I was on the other side of the microphone when guesting on the excellent Brain Booster podcast by Carl Morris. You can hear the full interview on Apple Podcasts. And finally, we also play a clip from this week's Ping Profile, which features Tony Poole, the Kiwi that made his home in Texas. So let's get to episode 10 of the Edgar Golfers podcast. European tour star Paul Waring got straight down to promoting golf for the disabled in the Down the Line YouTube session with his friend Alex Evans and together they invited Brendan Lawler to the show. In this clip, Brendan is talking about how he got started in pitch and putt golf. Because to be honest, I never played when I was young because I wasn't big enough or I wasn't strong enough to hit it far. So I was always smaller than the average person of my age. So at 15, I started to get, I was filling out slightly as a 15 year old would do and uh, started hitting 150 yards and went to the gym. Next summer, I was hitting 200 yards. Next summer, I was hitting 250. So I just built it up and built it up and it was just a cycle from then on. And I sort of got addicted of trying to become better as people do and start the game. What a brilliant way to start the game that is though, to start from, almost start from the bottom and build it up like that. Mm. You could recommend that to anyone because you see anyone comes for a lesson that's a beginner. All they want to do, first thing they want to do is pull drive out and smash it as far as they can. That's what they've seen. Build it up like you've just said then, playing pitch and putt then developing it onto a golf course, then using your short game, then building up, starting hitting it further, learning your own game. Yeah. That's such a great just, just what you've just said there, two of the names you've actually mentioned, Shane Lowry and Patrick Harrington, probably two of the best short games you're going to see. Yeah. yeah. And even you, Brendan, to be fair, I've seen you putt. <laughs> yeah, no, well, I think I had a good yeah. day that day. I wish I'd started like that now. The good thing about pitch and putt is you played every shot with the same club. So some people might say you're a Seve and you can do anything with the same club. But I um, I only had a 54 degree in my bag up to last year. That was my only wedge. Really? So I didn't have a 56, 58 or 60. I literally used to play flop, flop shots and everything with this 54 degree. And I fell in love with the 54 degree. And then when I had a 60 degree, I found out how easy it was to play these shots. <laughs> I didn't even know. But um, no, it was an unbelievable game. And uh, I still have the friends I used to play with it. Then they started to play golf. We sort of come up the game together. So you need that too. You need a bit of the social aspect of golf to enjoy it as well. One of the most popular players on the Edgar circuit is Adam Wabi from Belgium. Adam was part of season one of the Edgar How I Play series. Here we hear him talk with his coach, Marcus Bell, about how they're working on developing some additional length. 
because the problem is uh, yeah, the drive is longer, so my balance is, is harder to find. So I'm looking at all the options, but now for the moment I'm working hard on my legs. Adam's, Adam had an issue where he's got high club head speed with his irons and then it kind of doesn't in, increase anymore with the long clubs. So he can rip his seven iron, 160 yards, looks fantastic, uh, completely in line with his, his uh, desire of, of being a pro. So it's kind of, he's meeting those requirements distance-wise to play on a, a proper tournament length golf course. But then when it gets to the driver, he's carrying it, he's maxing out at 240, 245. So that's not going to be competitive on a 7,000 200, 300, 400 yard golf course. And that's, his, that's the predicament he's in. So the first and foremost, he said, I want distance. I need distance. Um, so the first thing I did then was look at how, all the forces. So we use pressure plate. I use 3D. Um, look at how he's, what forces he's generating and how he's then utilizing those forces and transferring them through the body um, in a safe way. So it's not just performance related, it's very much injury related too. We've got to make sure that Adam's safe. But he's very keen, he wants to push the boundaries. So he's not afraid of literally falling over, which is amazing. He's got, and that happened lots of times because he's really pushing his body in. Um, and so he started to see light at the end of the tunnel. He started to see the, the potential within, within the first day. Um, and I think that's what, it's light bulbs were starting to go up, to go off, and he was becoming really inspired and enthused by it, and um, that was fantastic because that that had a snowball effect. And and uh, I wanted to see, I wanted to really break, I wanted to break his his own perceptions, really, his own limitations that were holding him back. My trip to the other side of the mic was with Carl Morris, who I've known for many, many years. Carl has worked with major champions and tournament winners across the globe and he delved into my career, quizzed me about what greater inclusion could mean for the game and just generally talked about golf. Here's a short clip. I've learned a hell of a lot in those, in those seven or eight years that it is now. There was, there was something struck me, Tony, that you, you, you sent... Um, some, the, the book through that you've put together, which is a which is a great read, which we'll mention at, at the end. <clears throat> but one of the things, one of the uh, disabled golfers, Pierre Jean Frison, um, it struck me that you know he'd obviously had a literally a life changing experience where he was he was he was rendered disabled. But then talked about golf as being probably the only sport where that the, a disabled person could still compete with everyone. And I, and I thought, well, it's an obvious statement in a, in, in, a, in, a, in a way to make, but, you know, how important does the game then become for, for people who've had these life-changing situations thrust upon them? Well, it is. I mean, I think that's one of the, the beauties of it is that, you know, the, the ethos of golf fundamentally, the way I see it, maybe I'm wrong, but the way I see it, is the ethos of golf is that we all play together. Young, old, male, female, um, professionals, amateurs, you know, whatever, however you, want to, however you want to put it together, we just all go play golf together. And the handicap system allows us to be able to do that. We're in charge of our own ball because, of course, I've played, I used to play table tennis at a reasonable level. And, you know, if I'm playing somebody who's way better than me, 
doesn't matter how good I am. If I can't get the ball back, no game. Is there? No game. So they control the game. The best player controls the game, and that would be exactly the same in football. It'd be exactly the same in tennis. It'd be exactly the same where there's one ball. Of course, in our game, we're pretty unique in that we use our own ball and we can all play together. So that that in itself is the starting point. That's the ethos of the sport. So then what you've said is absolutely correct, is that somebody with a disability is able to be able to play the game and pretty much anybody with any disability can play the game because the ball is still. Every fortnight, Edgar publishes a ping profile and this week we share the story of Kiwi Tony Poole. Here's a short excerpt from that recent interview. In British Columbia, yep. Canada, and doing some uh, extreme snowboarding there where, you know, I mean, it's not death-defying, but the risk of avalanche is reasonably high. I used to organise these yearly snowboard trips to a, a special spot that we had in Utah that, you know, all the guys I used to ride with loved up there. So I'd take myself up, up, up there we have an absolute blast, which we always did every year. And uh, on the the night before the trip was over, well, I was we were supposed to, we were scheduled to fly out the next morning. I take myself off to bed. We had a few drinks as we normally do in the evening after dinner. I take myself off to bed, and I'm 110. percent I'm feeling good, you know, everything's going well, and. Uh, I unfortunately that night, this was March 24, 2012, not that I'm keeping dates, but I remember that, that date significantly. On that night, I take myself off the bed, I have this ischemic stroke in my sleep, and then wake up the next morning, you know, I went to bed able-bodied, I wake up, and I, I don't comprehend that there's a problem. So I roll out of bed to go to the bathroom. You know, my left side is effectively now dysfunctional because I had a right-sided ischemic stroke and fall over. And again, because I've probably, you know, now in the early stages of a brain injury, I'm struggling to comprehend that that shit's gone down in my sleep. I'm unable to sort of interpret that and process it sufficiently. So I continue to try and get up thinking my left side's fine, and I'm pulling furniture down and all sorts of chaos is occurring in my room. If you'd like to read the full story and hear Tony in his own words, then please visit edgargolf.com forward slash profiles and search Tony Poole. So all that remains for me to say is I hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Golfer's First Edgar podcast. If you did, I would be delighted to hear from you. If you'd like to know more about Edgar or keep up with what we're doing, then you can find us on social media. We're on Facebook at European Disabled Golf Association. On Instagram, we are Edgar underscore golf. And on Twitter, we can be found at Edgar Golf. If you're feeling generous, then please feel free to give us a five-star review on your favorite podcast provider. And if you're not feeling quite so generous, then please let us have your comments on how we can improve the podcast by sending a note to podcasts at edgargolf.com. <laughs>